This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tab. It is Tuesday, it's the 26th of September 2023, and today, big breaking news about Be My AI. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Yes, breaking news today as uh, we come to air because Be My Eyes launches Be My AIs. I know, it's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? I just call it Be My AIs now. It's It's easier. Be my AIs. That's nice, isn't it? That's nice, isn't it? Oh, it's How you been doing, a long, Sean? You're right. How are you doing? Way. Well, you know what, Stephen? I'll be honest with you. I've had a bit of a day. Bit of a of day. It. A bit of a day. And you mm. know what? It's nice to be here. It's nice. I like this hour because it's it's calming for me. It's relaxing. Yeah. I've got a cup of tea. I've got you. I've got our listeners. Ah, oh, what more do I need? Absolutely. It is a joyous moment. You've also got, you know. Uh, who's kind of wondering, are we ever going to get this show on air today? I know, he makes me nervous, though. He doesn't <sighs> relax me. No, that's all right. He'll be sleeping. He'll be fine. That's all right. Yeah, we're fine. We he got was, here eventually. Gin last I night, so it's fine. I tell, you, <laughs> I tell you what's been happening. I've got a painter and decorating in, painting, uh, decorator, decorating all the doors <laughs> and the woodwork and the walls, right? Mm-hmm. Great. I've also got a giant yellow Labrador who's just constantly happy and just has the run of the house. So Uh-oh. I've had the uh, the painter shouting at me because I've now got furry doors and my dog's got a, a white tail. But you know what? <laughs> it's just the stresses of modern living. Everything is fine. It'll all be fine. Yeah. This is the problem, isn't it? When other people come into your house and, you know, there's nothing worse than having other people in your house. Other people! Other people? I know, socialising. I, I, yeah. I, you know, can't you come in at like 2am and do it while we're all sleeping? <laughs> Wouldn't that be it's great? So much- do you know, that, that's a business deal. That has to be a business idea. We'll come in at 1am and we'll work yep. through the night. You won't even hear us. Because we're painting. You're painting, right? How much noise well, can you make painting? No, no, it's brushes, basically. That's right. Yeah, you could do that quietly. I think there is Not- actually a business already that does that. Uh, it's called oh. burglary, um, oh, and it's right. yeah, doing pretty true. well in its own, I think. So, uh, yeah, maybe we don't need to <laughs> encourage anyone <sighs> to do that. Uh, listen, I want to also kick off, before we get to the big news, because uh, Michael, I keep calling him Michael, although I guess is his Sunday name, but uh, Mike Buckley, because, you know, people call me Stephen, because that's my name, oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if if someone calls me Steve... Yeah, I get a little bit prickly if I'm perfectly you do, honest. Don't you? Uh, yeah, yes. I'm not Steve. I'm not I've Steve. That. Why not? Steve is is funky. It's informal. Hello, cool Steve. Yeah, exactly. For all those reasons, that is why I'm not Steve. <laughs> I'm just not that guy. I'm not the cool guy. I'm not Mr. Informal. Well, I am in oh. a way. I'm maybe a bit too relaxed, arguably. But yes. uh, no, I'm just not a Steve. So if I call him Michael, he may not like that. So let's not upset him, especially in a big day like this. Mike Buckley okay. is CEO of Be My Eyes, and uh, we spoke to him yesterday, didn't we? Actually, yesterday morning we spoke to him. Um, following so long the big ago. news. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a really good uh, conversation, actually, just to learn all about that. So we'll get that on in a minute. And th- this is breaking news. This is even bigger breaking news. News. Breaking news. Sean does a demo. <gasps> oh, well done, Mate. Sean. 
Thank oh, no, hang on, that's the wrong one. That's not a laugh. You might not well, meant to be laughing at it. I don't know yet. Wait till you hear it. Yeah, I that's mean, true. Let's, let's hear it first, then we'll decide. It's been a while. I've got, I've got to limber up. This is my first first foray back into it. But, uh, well, I mean, I had to. Be my AI. It's so it's so impressive. Mm. Uh, you know, you, I've got to show it off a little bit. It's only a small demo. But for anyone who hasn't had the chance to try it yet, I think it will give you a taster. Yeah, well, before we get to that, I want to mention, I want to mention the other people who listen to us. And the other people are the, I'm going to call you the incidentals. Um, wow. Because I'm so sorry. No, no, no. No, because you understand this, right? Because there are lots of people who passively listen to our show because other people are listening to it. Right? So I've had a lot of emails recently uh, from people. Yeah. People who listen yeah. to the show and their other slash better halves uh or uh thirds. I don't know, I'm I'm not judgmental, right? If you want to have fifteen relationships, world. you do what you like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but yeah. you know, just don't ask me to get involved in it, because uh, one's enough. But um the thing you is ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like you've got time. I, I often think to myself, who are these people who have affairs? Who's got time? Nobody. Honestly. <sighs> right, let's move anyway, on very, very that. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, so we have all these wonderful people who listen to us every day, and thank you for that. We mean that. But I also want to say hello to you, to you over there, sitting, trying to do something else while we are rabbiting on. (laughs) Or your other half is laughing their backside (laughs) off because of something stupid we've said, Uh, and you're sitting there having to deal with it. It doesn't sound right, though. It, it doesn't. The bystanders? No, it's even worse. Uh, the bystanders? Is it incidental like sounds like they're throwaway? Of course they're not. Even if you're listening I, I mean by... incidental as in your incident. That maybe isn't the right word. See, I, don't, I didn't do English very well at school. I'm a Scottish. Well, you're Scottish. So, Did you yeah, do exactly. Scottish? I didn't cover much of that either. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's like people who accidentally listen. The they're not intending to listen. The unintentionals. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right either. Look, you know who you are. I just want to say hello to you. If you're someone who, I know, for example, our listener, Tim, uh, we have uh, Elliot, who got in touch, telling me about his partner, Tess. Uh, Callum, who has a partner called Jess. Everyone seems to have an S in their names. Um, But for all you people who are listening who didn't ask for this, we say hello. And sorry. And sorry. Stick with us. Thank you so much. (laughs) And thank you for, you know, occasionally smiling. Uh, Actually, Tess, who is Elliot's partner, was saying that uh, she quite agrees with my view when it comes to um, the way that that people in society treat us. This is a conversation, by the way, that we're going to be getting into in a big way in a couple of weeks' time, because uh, if you've been following me on Twitter, or X, or whatever they call it this week, um, then you'll know I've been interested in this topic, following a comment from uh, someone on Twitter who's going to be joining us soon to have a Bit of a deep and meaningful about the whole oh. subject of blind partial sight, what it means, what the impacts are on society, how people think of us. Oh, I love these conversations. I know you do too, and I know it's a text show, and I get that, and I know, and I, I, I know, I know. But look, Sorry. never mind that, right? That's it. Forget that. <laughs> okay, there's your <laughs> argument. Just never mind it and carry on. Okay. I want to Sorry, talk about Mr. this Ed. other stuff. So you know, we've we've got we've got the Saturdays, and I think we're going to maybe uh, we're going to uh, you know possibly get a, a bit of a bigger conversation going on about yeah. this because I know you they're all always, like to talk about. They're always good. Yeah, they, they always stir up some interest um, when we well, have we, these we, conversations we talk because they do right? affect us. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. But we talk. We talk honest. We don't muck around on double tap. You know. Well, we well, do, but not uh, on the you know. 
Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Be My AI. <laughs> Launched yesterday to the world. No. Kind of. Some caveats. Uh, it has been launched, and it will be rolling out over the next two weeks. So if you don't have it yet, don't worry. It will come down the line to you. So you may not have the update immediately, so don't flood the company with complaints. <laughs> it will roll out over the next couple of weeks. So um, we're going to play you the interview that we did yesterday because we got the chance to catch up with Mike. Mike was uh, going to join us on the show live today, but he was flying home from Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, the other Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii 5 CEOs, you see. That's what CEOs are all about. You know, flying around private jet. I don't think he's got a private jet, just in case someone gets upset yeah. about that. Yeah, we don't know he's got private yeah, But he was in Hawaii. I mean, that's enough for me. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> I'm just Living jealous. up. <laughs> Rightfully so. He deserves a bit of a rest after everything he's done. And that is how we met him yesterday. Well, uh, coming to us from Hawaii is Mike Buckley, who's clearly having his celebrations early uh, following the launch of Be My AI. First off, congratulations on getting this uh, launch and uh, making this happen. It's uh, it's just a fantastic day. It, it is. Uh, thank you for saying that. And I and I really I want to say thank you to OpenAI, and I want to uh, give a, a, a giant thanks to not only our engineering team but also uh, you guys. Right. And all of the beta testers who helped us really put this product through its paces, Stephen, um, you know, it's I think it's improved remarkably over the last several months. But anyway, I don't want to get long winded, but th- thank you both. And thank you to all the, the, the people who are blind to low vision that that helped us out in the beta. There's just so much excitement out there, Mike, already. It just seems like the build up has been, you know, well, building up for the longest time. What made you think it's ready right now? What was the thing where you said, you know what, let's put it out there? You know, um, overall, better performance, right? And how do we define that? Um, accuracy of image description is certainly one uh, that was very important to us. I think, two, uh, we had to do a number of UI, UX things that the beta testers were especially helpful for, right? How to make the product easy, easier to use. Um, but perhaps the the... Perhaps the most important thing is the partnership with OpenAI. Um, you know, they they and we both felt that from a safety and efficacy standpoint, the product got to the place where it needed to be. And I think, you know, Steve and Sean, I'd like to hear your experiences. But anecdotally, what we've received back from our community is that hallucinations are very rare now, um, whereas I think they were a little more frequent in the beginning. And and thankfully, um, OCR you know, and reading text generally has dramatically improved as well. And so I think that we're confident that the product um, almost all the time will perform in a manner that that we think our community deserves. Yeah, and I think that's the key point, isn't it? That the, the product for you always had to get to a standard. And it was clear to us when we talked to you about this, and we've talked to you a number of times about this since the inception of the beta, that you know, you were very clear that this had to be right. It had to be right for people, and people had to trust it and believe in the product. Because of course, Be My Eyes in itself is an app that many people use and trust every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I mean, it's everything, right, Stephen? Um, I will say though, it was it was very hard to to wait as long as we did, you know. And it was only what four and a half or five months, I guess. But um, you know, having seen the the difference that this can make in people's lives, 
we 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 had a sense of urgency, right? About about wanting to get it out there because of of the utility of it. Um, um, the passion of the community around this product is frankly unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, uh, I have been uh, lit up more than once by members of our community for various things, not the least of which is, you know, going off the cuff and saying, hey, let's admit five people to the beta test who are listening to Double Tab, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> which I did with you guys a couple of months ago. And I, I heard from a few folks about how that maybe, you know, wasn't fair to people who had been waiting, which was good feedback. Um, but um, so it was hard. It was a little hard to, to, to that wait was difficult because we did have a sense of urgency, but I think we feel very good about the product right now. Uh, but, you know, look, we're, we're still open to feedback and, and it, I'm sure it will come in in a voluminous fashion. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will as well. Going to the beta process, it's been going for a while now, as you said, and it seems to have been going so well, right? Without a hitch, we can see it evolving as you get the feedback and changing the interface. It's all going so well. And then right near the end, it seems to have had a little bit of a wobble with the um, the privacy issue that came up. And I saw some quite, let's say forceful, <laughs> some quite forceful backlash, particularly against you, uh, or be my eyes, I should say, when really it, it wasn't, you know, it was out of your hands. But it does seem you found a workaround or a fix for this problem. Yeah, uh, um. I would put the word fixed, Sean, in quotations. I think it's really important that we're, we're, we have to be honest with people, right? Um, the reality is in the overwhelming majority of places globally, robust facial descriptions and human descriptions will be available. And we're incredibly excited about that. However, there will be and there are certain geolocations where faces will be blurred. And I, I, I want to be transparent about this. Um, Illinois is one place where the facial description experience will not work in the near term. They have a 15-year-old law, the Biometric Information Privacy Act, that's prohi that prohibits using biometric scanning to identify faces. Now, we don't do biometric scanning, right? It's not facial ID. What we do is, and what OpenAI does, is facial description. However... That particular law has resulted in past litigation that's cost companies literally hundreds of millions of dollars to defend. Um, and even though we don't identify faces, and even though we believe our descriptions did not violate this Illinois Act, we are taking a cautious approach initially to protect the service um, for the millions of, of people who are blind to low vision that are going to use it. Um, and we're going to try to work with Illinois and any other jurisdictions that have um, laws that may pose a question as to, you know, whether or not it's legal to give these descriptions of faces. And so, um, you know, in Illinois, the experience will not be the 100% experience. And I'm disappointed by that, but it's a necessity. And we're going to be transparent and honest about it. And we are going to be talking to legislators in Illinois and hopefully getting some type of a card out there. I'm sure it'll take longer than all of us want. Um, but that's the truth, you know, and Sean, that the, the, the the only other thing I say is I, I, I kind of went through um, a little bit of an emotional um, um, pendulum. You know, when I, when I started reading some of the things publicly on 
Twitter, Facebook, elsewhere that, you know, that where there was anger when the faces were blurred. You know, my initial instinct was a little bit of defensiveness or, you know, hey, you know, come on, this is OpenAI's product. They were doing this and we're just trying to do what we can for the community. But you know what? The, the more people you talk to, you understand the passion, right? And the desire and, and frankly, the need for that, uh, for that description. You know, there, there was, there was, I won't use your name, but there was a, a woman who was, you know, really emotional about, about, um, the ability to go through old family photos and enjoy them in a way that she, she's never been able to, uh, in her life. And so I get it, you know? And so, um, I don't know, it just reinforced to me, you know, the responsibility we have and, um, that it's not enough just to, to build a good product that we also have to keep in mind advocacy all the time as well. So anyway, I thought that was a very long winded answer, but, but I just, I feel like it's important. Yeah, no, well, it is important to talk about. And, and, you know, this is the, this is the, the theme that comes up time and time again with this feature. And I have to say, it's the same feeling that I got the first time I used Be My Eyes as an app. And it's very unusual to get a surprise uh, the second time around in the same app, right? The same app provides a service and you get the same feeling again. Um, a second good impression, right? And that is where, you know, you can use a feature like Be My AI and you can be blown away by it. And I talked about an example where I often would have issues when I was trying to upload content, especially images. I would want to upload images to Twitter or to Mastodon or whatever it was. But the problem was I wanted to be able to add alt text and I couldn't do it, not reliably. And being able to do that now, and, and the, I remember the first time I did it, it, I got emotional because I thought I can do this now. I can do this. I can describe this image. First off, know it's the right image. That's important, but also describe it for other people who are blind. So we as blind people can help each other. You know, Be My Eyes was born out of sighted people helping blind people, and that is a fantastic thing, and it must continue. And I know you will talk about that in a moment because that's a big part of the app. But it also blind people helping each other is important, and that enabled me to do that. That's awesome. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I do, I do feel kind of emotional today, right, about this, this going out, um, and it feels great. Uh, I also have a healthy dose of fear, Right. You know, when you re when you release someone in something into the wild, you know, something's going to happen. Um, and hopefully most of that's good. But um, but mo mostly excited, but with a with a fair dose of a fair dose of fear. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's probably a good thing. Healthy dose of fear. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what that's what Sean loves every day. Yeah, exactly. Me. It keeps me safe. <laughs> so. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Of course, as ever, now we've got this, we want more. So uh, are you still having these um, these meetings? By the way, still, I think the beta process has been absolutely amazing. And to all your team who took part in those meetings and the discussions that you've had with the end users, with the beta testers, absolutely amazing. But are those going to continue in any form or, you know, are you sort of moving into your own direction now and, and taking it your own way? Yeah, I think, I think what I, what we'd like to do is have a kind of a, a long-term beta group relationship. And so I'm talking to Christian Erfer, our co-founder and Hans, our, uh, our other, our, our other co-founder about how we sort of keep this group alive and vibrant. Um, it may not be an every week thing, but I do think it's important to have a continuous feedback loop. Um, 
given the importance of this product, but also for other needs that arise. Um, you know, I think we, I talked to you both about the fact that we're going to launch a, a friends and family product, right? Which is basically going to provide a closed loop of trusted contacts. Um, hopefully within two to three weeks, we're also going to launch a very immediate verify your AI result with a group of volunteers. So um, one of the things that, that we're, we're proud of is that the you can still verify your AI result at any point, right, by calling a sighted volunteer. Um, but we think that experience will be better if we go out and we solicit um, confirmation of the AI result from, say, 100 volunteers, of which 10 get back to you within 15 seconds, giving you a thumbs up that, yes, that description is accurate. Um, that human-in-the-loop verification, we think, is really important to, to, to continue or at minimum, give the person using the tool the option, right, on verification for things that may be higher stakes, right? Like, look, if the AI makes a mistake about, you know, calling my green sweater blue, okay, I commit a fashion faux pas, which my wife will tell you I do every day anyway, so I'm not too, <laughs> not too worried about that. Right. Um, but if it's something, you know, that, that's more important, like an allergen, mm -hmm. right, in a, in, on a menu or something like that, there, there are times when, when um, a human in the loop is going to be important. So, Sean, the, I hope that we figure out the right cadence and the right feedback loop continuously for not only the AI product, but for a bunch of things we have planned on our roadmap over the next few months. Yeah, and on that point about the volunteers, because, of course, this brings a new role for the volunteer, right? It's not just uh, the ability to help someone. Although, again, I think fascinating that, that people love to do that and, you know, they will continually, I see these messages all the time from people saying, I've just had my first Be My Eyes call. I helped a blind person do X, Y, Z, and they feel good. The person feels good. It's a fantastic service. We we both use it. We both love using it, and we will always use it. Uh, Be My AI takes us to the next level, but you still maintain that relationship with the volunteers in this new way. Tell us from your perspective Mike, the value of the volunteer to you in, in this app still? You know, I've said a bunch of times that one of my favorite things about this application is, is that it's the merging of technology and human kindness, right? And um, that means a lot to our community and it means a lot to me. And um, I desperately want to continue to not only um, work with people who are blind and low vision, but also take care of this volunteer community. Um, and I think we can maintain a healthy call volume for the volunteers. I think we can provide a lovely experience, um, in verification of AI results. And we're also going to experiment with ways, um, uh, to reward our volunteers more broadly, right? Like, I, so I hope someone from Starbucks is listening. This is my pitch. I haven't been able to get through, but wouldn't it be cool, right? If every time a volunteer successfully completed a call, or verified an AI result, Starbucks sent them a branded push notification through our app and said, thank you for supporting the uh, the community of blind and low vision. Have a free cup of coffee on us. What a great branding opportunity. Starbucks, call me, please. But like, I would, I love the idea of having, um, having a, a virtuous circle, right? Where the person who's blind or volunteer receives information, where the volunteer receives something of nominal value other than like just feeling great about the experience. And then perhaps a brand, you know, gets gets to be associated with this this act of human kindness as well. And so, um, 
we have a lot of ideas in mind to make sure we continue to take care of the volunteer community because look, that's, that's how we built the product and the service over the last eight years. And so it's, it's vital. That seems to me like an excellent idea. And it'd be yeah. great for the companies sponsoring that, wouldn't it? It'd be, yeah, absolutely. Starbucks, get in touch. I mean, the double tap, you know, the, the double tap commercial relationship is my next pitch. So let's get ready, guys. <laughs> hey, let's do it. I'll do anything. Um, do I get free coffee? That's the question. Because I'll, definitely I'll do will it for do free anything. coffee. <laughs> you could almost um, gamify it, although that does sound a little bit like... Um, almost making it frivolous but you know if there was some sort of i don't know i'm thinking of forums where you get how many um questions you answer and things like that almost giving it a, some sort of point system 100 percent, sean no 100 percent, right like if 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 every 25 you know results that you verified then results in something like we are having that discussion so um um i think it's it's um it's something to think about, right? We don't want to make, we don't want to cheapen the experience, right? Like I've had a couple of volunteers say, I don't want anything from Starbucks. Like mm. I like doing this, right? This is, yeah. this is, this is something that just feels good and is human. And, and so we got to be careful, right? Um, I don't, I, I, I don't want to cheapen the, 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 the thing, you know what I mean? It always fascinates me with volunteers because I remember once uh, where I worked previously we would give the volunteers the holidays off because it was the holidays, right? So you would think, you know, give these people, they, they work all year for us, they do some wonderful things, you know, give them some time off. And most of them would say, I don't want the time off. I actually do this because I love it and I want to be part of it. And that really, that woke me up to the, the role of volunteering because look, I've worked my whole life, so I'm used to that. And you get a paycheck at the end of the week and that's nice. But if you're volunteering, you have a very different reason for doing something and it has more meaning to it. So you're absolutely right to be cautious, but I think we'd all agree, yeah. Especially from our point of view, we sometimes feel we wish we could do something as blind people to say thank you. And, you know, that's that's it. Maybe maybe we all donate a dollar. Well, say a dollar. Okay, let's Tom say Dave. a penny. A cent. Let's do a cent. <laughs> um, per Have you seen how many volunteers are on this service? There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, let's just yeah. maybe move on from that one. Um, but no, look, th this is a really exciting day, of course. Uh, tell people uh, what the next few weeks will look like in terms of getting access to this, because I imagine everyone wants access to it, but it is rolling out over the next few weeks, correct? Yes, it is. So, so um, we, we're not flipping the switch entirely globally today. Um, we we want to roll it out with a little bit of caution to make sure that we don't break the experience and make sure that, you know, volumes don't present a problem. I mean, the, um, the last piece of data that I saw was that, you know, folks are doing five to six sessions a day on the AI product, which is, which is significant, right? And um, um, so what will happen is, you know, Today, we will uh, launch this officially to up to 10% of our community of over 530,000. And the idea is, assuming we don't see any significant hiccups, we'll do another 10% each day. So it'll be a couple of weeks before everyone is on, on iOS. Um, Android, the Android beta is open, and I'm, I think we'll get um, Android open access done by this year as well. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And... Um... Yeah, look, keep in touch with us, Mike, because I, I want to know more about all this as we go along. And of course, you know, I want to find out more about how I can get free coffee. So you know, <laughs> all of that uh, combined, uh, we look forward to getting you back on. But congratulations today. It's a big day. I know it is. And it must feel like you've, you've climbed a mountain. 
So you know, well done to you and the team. You've done a fantastic only one, thing. Only yeah. one way to go after you've climbed the mountain, right, Stephen? So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you said that, not me. Uh, but yeah, no, you're. But look, th- this has been a stretch for sure, and you know what an incredible thing. What an incredible thing to be part of. Absolutely. Well, again, and I, I appreciate both of your help on this as well as uh, the community of beta testers. And, um, you know, I, look, I'm incredibly excited. We still want your feedback. Um, and, and there are many ways to do that within the app. But um, um, just I, I want the community to know that, you know, we are committed uh, to incredibly rapid development and in, in iteration here. And I, and I do want to thank... Um, our CTO Jesper and our team of engineers. The, the, these folks haven't slept a lot in the last few months. Um, the good thing is, is they're happy about it. Um, <laughs> um, but, but I want to, I want to thank them uh, a lot for their efforts. It's, uh, it's been an exciting process. And you can check out more of that interview on Access Tech Live with me and Mark on Thursday at uh, twelve noon Eastern on AMI TV. Uh, Sean, it is so difficult not to be proud of the team at Be My Eyes. And, you know, it's one of those kind of things where, you know, it's an app that was born out of goodness and everything about it is just dripping with goodness, right? There's, there's No one's <laughs> looking for money here. No one's looking to, you know, it's just, it's just know. brilliant. You know, it's just like... There's nothing to shout about, right? No, and that, so what can you complain about? <laughs> and so I, I, sometimes I think... Am I gushing over this too much? But mm. you're absolutely right. The, the team behind it, Mike, Hans, Christian, all of them, they've done an amazing job, right? And it's been around for years and years. And just using the volunteers, you know, just setting that up on its own. The specialised help as well with the companies has been just so incredibly useful to me. Just, you know, the Microsoft customer support when I'm having a problem with my laptops or whatever it may be. It's, it's invaluable. And now this as well, I mean, you know, there's... There's just nothing like it currently. Well, let me rephrase that. There are others like it, Bing Chat, for example. But the way that it's presented and the way that it's for us in the Be My Eyes app, there's nothing like it. And it works so well. Everyone's going to love it. And coming up next, you're going to be demoing it. So we look forward to that. This is Double Tap. This is Double Tap from AMI-audio. Email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. Call us 877-803-4567. And find us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air. And now on Mastodon at Double Tap. If you've never used Be My Eyes before, after you download it from the App Store, when you run it for the first time, it will ask you whether you want to be a volunteer or, if you're a visually impaired, user. Once you've done that, simply give it your email address and a password, and you're in. It's really simple. On the main screen of Be My Eyes, at the bottom of the screen, you will find five tabs. Tab R. Get support. Tab 1 of 5. The Get Support tab is where you talk to a human volunteer. Let's swipe to the next tab. Selected. Be My AI. Tab 2 of 5. This is the one we're interested in, the Be My AI tab, and we're going to take a look at that in just one second. But before we do, let's quickly swipe through the other tabs. Community tab, three of five. Learn tab, four of five. Those two tabs, Community and Learn, are resources there to help you with Be My Eyes. And finally, we have... Settings tab, five of five. And settings for... the uh, settings. I will let you explore those other tabs. What we're interested in right now is the Be My AI tab. Once you double tap on that, 
you will find just one button on the main screen, and that's... Take picture button. That's it. Okay, so let me take a picture of what's in front of me right now. Let's see what it says. Let's double tap. Take picture dimmed. The picture shows a computer monitor with an audio editing software open on the screen. The software appears to be Audacity, which is used for recording and editing audio tracks. The top of the screen has a menu bar with options like File, Edit, View, Transport, Tracks, Generate, Effect, Analyze, Tools, Extra, and Help. Below the menu bar, there are several tool icons and audio track timelines with waveforms. There is also a webcam attached to the top of the monitor. At the bottom of the screen, there is a timer showing 2 minutes and 34 seconds. The monitor is a Samsung brand and has a round base. Oh, come on, how much detail do you need? That was absolutely perfect. But it goes further than that. Let's try another one. If you swipe to the left to the top of the screen, you will find a clear button to basically take you back to the beginning. But if you swipe to the right, you will find again the take picture button and also an ask more button. We'll get to that in just a second. But for now, I'm just going to double tap on take picture again. I'm a bit of a narcissist, so let's take a selfie. Take picture, dimmed. Analyzing picture, please wait. picture shows a man in a recording studio. The man is wearing a black t-shirt and headphones. He has short, light-colored hair and is slightly smiling. There is a professional microphone close to his face, on the right side of the image. The background shows black and red acoustic foam panels on the walls. There is also a guitar with a light-colored neck and dark body leaning against the wall on the right side of the image. The room seems to be well-equipped for audio recording. Okay, slightly smiling, that's me. Now you can see the difference there, right? It didn't just tell you the objects that were there. It did say guitar and microphone and whatever else. But it also gave you the context of the picture. Hey, this looks like a, uh, a room for audio recording. And that's the magic. That's the key. Absolutely fantastic. Imagine how useful that can be for labeling or identifying the photos on your smartphone. Cool, right? Okay, let's just try one more thing. I have on my desk, of course, a takeaway menu. So I'm just going to hold it up in my hand and let's double tap on take picture again. Take picture, dimmed. The picture you've shared is of the flyer for a place called Happy Family Chippy. It offers Chinese, Thai, and English hot meals to take away. The address is 158AY. The contact number is 803, and telephone orders are welcome. They offer a delivery service with a minimum order of £13 and a £1 delivery charge within a three miles radius. Charges apply accordingly for distances over three miles. The opening hours are Monday, 4.30pm, 10pm. Tuesday, closed. Wednesday to Saturday, 4.30pm, 10pm. Sunday, 4.30pm, 9.30pm. They are open on all bank holidays. The flyer also mentions that they accept cash only and has a food hygiene rating of 5. There is a QR code which likely leads to their online menu. There are also images of food on the flyer, including what looks like spring rolls with sauce and a dish with shrimp and vegetables. I know, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Wow! How much information did it grab off that and how well was it presented? Absolutely amazing! Now you'll notice in this main screen, in this top level, I'll call it, I don't have to do anything. I simply take the picture and sit there and wait until I get the response. And I can just carry on doing that absolutely fine. But in the case of this menu, let's say, what if I want more details or I've got more questions? Well, all you have to do is double tap on the Ask More button. So let's do that. Let's swipe to the right. Take picture button. Ask more button. Let's double tap. 
Now the screen has changed to more of a conversational view. It's like a message app, if you will. It means we can have a continuous conversation about that image and even add more images to the conversation. Let's take a look from the top of the screen. At the very top, we'll find a button called End Chat. This will end the conversation and take you back to that top level we were just in. Let's swipe on. Your message, image. There is my first message, which is the photo that I took before. Swipe on. Be my AI. The picture you've shared is of a flyer for a place called... I'll just stop that there. We don't want to hear it again. That next message is the response from Be My AI that we just heard before, telling me exactly what that picture was. Let's swipe to the right again. Call the volunteer button. This button gives you the option to talk to an actual human volunteer. Let's say you're not getting the information you want from the artificial intelligence. Then, hey, you can always contact a human, which is nice. Let's swipe on. Add picture button. As I said earlier, we can now add more images to this conversation. I'm going to come back to that in just a sec. Let's swipe to the right again. Message text field. And here we have a message box where we can ask another question about the image we took. Maybe you didn't get the answer that you wanted or enough detail. Well, just ask what you're looking for. Let me show you. So I want to know what dishes are available from this takeaway. So I'm going to take another picture, this time of the inside of the menu, at least the first page. So let's swipe to the left, back to the Add Picture button and double tap. Add Picture button. Take picture, starting camera. So I've opened the menu up in front of me and I'm just going to double tap to take another picture. Then let's just swipe to the right. Delete picture button. I can delete the image if it's no good and take another one. But what we want is this. Swipe to the right. Add message. Text field. Double tap on here and ask your question. Now, remember, this isn't just regarding the picture you've just taken, but also it covers any other pictures that you've added to this conversation. I'm going to ask, what's on this page? If you move to the right, you'll find a clear button to clear the text and then a send button. Let's double tap on that. Please wait. My AI is writing a message. Be My AI. This page appears to be a menu from a restaurant. It lists various dishes under different categories. Here are the categories and dishes listed. Omelette dishes, 152. House special contains king prawn, 153. King prawn or shrimp, 154. Chicken or beef or roast pork, 155. Mushroom omelette, 156. Plain omelette. I'll stop it there because I'm getting hungry. But as you can see, excellent results again. But I want more. Let's swipe to the right until we find that message box again and ask another question. Message. Text field. Inserted tell me the dishes that contain broccoli. Clear text button. Send message button. Let's send that question off. Please wait. Be my AI is writing a message. Be my AI. The dish that contains broccoli listed on the menu is 159. Stir fried broccoli and oyster sauce under the vegetarian dishes category. Boosh! There it is. How cool is that? You can ask for different categories. You could say, just tell me the dishes that contain chicken or how much is that dish? Anything you like. Honestly, it is so impressive. It will amaze you. You'll want to play around with this forever. And that's about it. Let me just say you can also swipe up or down on any of the messages in a conversation and copy that to a clipboard. Very handy. And you will also find the ability to send images to Be My AI in your share sheet. Ah, beautiful. This is going to be so incredibly useful. Great job, Be My Eyes team. We love it. Thank you so much. Check it out. 
Yep, can't disagree with any of that. <laughs> Such a fantastic app. I remember the first time trying it and uh, I wanted to know how to air fry something. So I asked it, you know, how do I air fry this? And it said, what, what kind of air fryer do you have? And in that moment, I just thought, I wonder if I just took a picture of my air fryer and uploaded it to it. Could it work it out? And it did. It worked out what the air fryer right. was, worked out the you know, cooking directions. And that was it. We made our dinner and, you know, we're still here to tell the tale. So <laughs> well done. Success. I just ordered from the takeaway. It's easier and safer. Yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. That's the thing, though. You think it won't possibly be able to do this and it will constantly surprise you, right? Mm-hmm. It is just fantastic. And look, you got that, as I called it, the top level there where you just take a picture and you don't have to ask a question. It just describes what the what's in that picture and for lots of people that's more than enough uh that's absolutely fine but that ability to drill down and get more detail that's where you start to see the power of this thing you think wow that that is so cool yeah absolutely and look before we uh came on air we were reading the story which is i guess what is powering a lot of this uh opening eye of course is is the company that's behind this and working with be my eyes to make this possible for us. But we just learned just late last night that ChatGPT now has new functions that have been rolling out, uh, including the ability for it to, wait for it, see, hear, and speak. Oh. Yes. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying in many ways. It says uh, we're rolling out new voice and image capabilities in GPT, which offers a new, more intuitive type of interface. Uh, this is not connected with Be My Eyes directly, but of course it will have an impact on Be My Eyes, but specifically, um, this is uh, GP, ChatGPT itself, their own product, which they say offers a new, more intuitive type of interface by allowing you to have a voice conversation or show ChatGPT what you're talking about. And you well, can see how they build this in, right? I mean, it's going to be incredible. It says, voice and image gives you more ways to use ChatGPT in your life. Snap a picture of a landmark while traveling and have a live conversation about what's interesting about it. And when you're home, Snap pictures of your fridge and pantry to figure out what's for dinner and ask follow-up questions. And after dinner, help your child with a math problem by taking a photo, circling the problem set, and having it share hints with both of you. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Well, in conversations we've had with Mike on the show, uh, during the, you know, right at the start of the beta process even, you know, he did say that's, that's something they're aiming for anyway, so I've got no doubt whatsoever all these extra features are going to be implemented at some point. Yeah, I mean, OpenAI has a big conference coming up on November 7th, I think it is. And it's a developer conference, which is the first one that they'll ever do. And, um, well, not ever do, but the one thing that the first one they'll have, I should say. Let's <laughs> yes. uh, well, see how good it works. Well, depends how good it is, right? Um, cancel them yet. But, you know, that is showing you where this is going. Because, again, it's a bit like when the iPhone came along. You know, I kind of akin this moment to that, although this is a much bigger scale, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just realized the scale with iPhone much later. It was it was kind of the, it was almost inverse, actually, because with iPhone, we didn't really understand what the potential was. We couldn't even maybe see it at that point. Whereas OpenAI, we see all the potential. Now we need people to realize it in their own way. That's the yeah, difference, I, I think, this time around. But the analogy still works because I think the iPhone just changed so many different sectors, so many different markets, not just the smartphone market. Everything changed by it. All the technologies that went into that miniaturization of cameras, high-quality cameras, microphones, everything has changed. You know, we now see it in drones. We see it in absolutely everything out there. 
I think it's the same with AI, obviously. We're going to see that built into more and more places where we wouldn't necessarily think it should be. But uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Wasn't that interesting as well about the privacy issue that came up? You know, mm. you, you just think, oh, this is ridiculous. Just, you know, just flick a switch and make it happen. But when you actually go into the, the details of it, it's like, oh, of course, it's in different places. They've got different legislation about what can be, you know, a, a sort of analysed publicly, if you like. And uh, yeah, it, it's, um, it's a really tricky, it's a minefield, isn't it? How many of us just react to a headline, though, right? How how many times have you read a headline? That's an absolute disgrace. They should all be shot. And then you go, (laughs) actually, hang on a minute. Uh, Maybe I read the story. And then you read it and you realise. I always remember a great story. This is one they actually use a lot in uh, journalism school these days, which is a story about a woman who sued McDonald's because her coffee was too hot. Yes, that yeah, it almost do, an do urban myth story? it turned into. Yes, yeah. it was, and it was yeah. it was a real story. But but if we, when you read the story, you realised what actually had happened that that this was someone who was older. I think she was in her late eighties, and you know the, the 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 coffee was so hot that she got third degree burns, and as a result of that, she had a huge medical bill, uh, which you know was way more than she could afford. Uh, it impacted on her life in big ways, and and this is of course the point, right? That you know. You got to read past the headline, and there's I think with OpenAI, I think with OpenAI, there's a lot more going on, and there's a lot more to come because you mentioned it in the interview with Mike. But when we get to the point where it can analyze live video, that's when things get interesting. I think. Yeah. I, what do you think? Do you think? I wonder what's holding it back. I don't think it's capability at this point. I think it's computer power. I think that's what's holding it back. I mean, I know we think our computers are very powerful, and they are. But you imagine how much, I mean, how much is required to do images and, you know, basically NVIDIA, you know, became an overnight success company, (laughs) you know, hugely profitable by selling all these graphics cards to make image processing possible. Wow. Can you imagine video processing live? Well, look at the time in responding on on the demo I just did there, right? It's perfectly fine, but... You think of 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second, um, and analyzing each one of those and doing a, a real-time response to it. That's going to take some time, I think. I'm, I'm kind of excited just by the voice interaction here, like yeah. you just said, with OpenAI. Imagine just saying, hey, listen to this audio and just tell me what it's about. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would make our job so much easier. <laughs> it really would. It would make planning No, it, it would so save much time, wouldn't it? You know, if you're just looking, if you know there's something in there that you're looking for and you don't want to skip through an hour-long piece of audio to find it, just being able to say, hey, where is, give me the timestamp for this bit of audio, and it could do it for you. Amazing. Now, you might, uh, you might like our next email. Um, I'm talking to the listener, by the way, not you. You will definitely not like this next email. Oh, um, good. This is I was just, so happy. This is just for you today. Shazad's been in touch. And uh, I don't know. I remember when Shazad used to first get in touch with us. He was not really my biggest fan. And he loved you. Yes. Um, I spoiled it all. That seems to have changed. Hello, Sean, Stephen, Laura. I hope you're all fine. And Stephen, how are you getting on with your diet? Mm. And I am impressed with the way that you have been disciplining yourself so far and I hope you are doing very well in your break class for contracted grade two. Ah, Now, coming to Sean. Mm, Sean, I Uh, have always keep checking on your Sean of the Shed 
podcast and you have not updated your episode the last <gasps> episode you did was on the 13th of august this year and now we are on the 19th of september scandalous what is going on Stevens why you are not making episodes on a uh, daily basis yeah daily because i feel that you need to ensure that if you want more people to enjoy listening to your podcast you need to keep your podcast up to date mhm that's right plus uh, i hope that uh, Sean should take a leave out of Steve's book by reducing Steve. his eating regime because oh, i yeah. feel yeah. that mm-hmm. even though Sean is 50 he mm. is not doing oh. a good example for people who are younger than him Definitely. i.e. Stephen Scott. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> because Stephen Scott is doing very well to improve his health. Thank so you, I think Sean should also take the lead in improving his health because if he doesn't then he could suffer more in the long run. Oh dear. I hope you're all fine and I hope I am really am looking forward Stephen to tell me more about the smart view Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the Smart Vision Three. Uh, yes, I know I get mixed up with these names as well. Smart Vision Three capsis phone. Yeah, but we did that review, so hopefully you caught that, Shazad, uh, at the weekend. Uh yeah, Sean, what are you yeah. what are you doing with yourself? I'm not talking. Oh, oh, really? That's it. Oh, no, you're the example Shazad. to the public. No, no, no. It's not. Well, I know. No. I mean, I, I am indeed. I, I am a hero. I know. I am. <laughs> I am a hero. Inspirational. Hero. <laughs> I'm an though. inspiration. You are doing well, so absolutely fantastic. And I'm not going to take that as a slight from Shazad. I think he's absolutely right. He's just looking out for my welfare. Thank you. As for the Shaun, of the, Shed, the Shaun of the Shed show on uh, YouTube, that should be out on the 15th of every month. So uh, it should be there right now, Shazad. Have another look. Um, the last one I did was on the Hable One. That's the Hable One controller. So, yep, you should find that on YouTube right now. I can't do daily. I can barely hit the one month uh, 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 timeline. I'm trying to do, I'm in discussions to make it yearly. What a year. But uh, we will see. Do you know what, though, actually? Joking aside, I I am getting more comfortable with video. So, uh, you never know. Maybe. Maybe I Please, will be able to. Honestly, I, I made that mistake a, as well. As soon as you start telling them that you like doing it, that's it. You'll be doing I it forever. I, I didn't say I like doing it. It, it is, it's more difficult doing video as a blind person. It just, it just is. But, you know, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, right? I'm, I'm getting there, kind of. Yeah, you've got to get, you get into the TV world, Sean, because honestly, you just have people oh. who just do it for oh. you. That's the future for me. You do it. <laughs> I love it. You are, uh, by the way, that's uh, Access Tech Live every Thursday, live on live, uh, AMI. Yes, yeah. absolutely YouTube. right. YouTube, AMI app, it is AMI Plus, uh, that's a new thing. You can find oh, it, it? By, on, on an internet near you. You will find AMI Plus details. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, I, I tested I have, that. I have detailed files. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> I've left them somewhere else. Uh, okay, I want to get one more uh, voicemail, and this one will cheer both of us up, no doubt at all. This is from lovely Eleanor. Hi, guys, it's Eleanor. I totally agree with Mary about the Double Tap family. 
I really look forward to the feedback and hearing from all the people I now think of as friends. And you're quite right to see how amazing the listeners are. Yes. But it's you two and the team who have turned Double Tap into a very special and unique space where we can all have fun, exchange views, and people can help each other out, just like families do. So give yourselves a round of applause and keep on tapping. Bye. Okay, we will. All right. I, I knew you were going to do that. I, I, can, I can easily press one button. That's, I'm, I'm capable of that. You're a hero again. I'm a hero. <laughs> Eleanor, thank you so much. Oh, we love you. Thank you. I'm emotional now. It's an emotional oh, day. It's so nice. It is. It we've is got so nice. You're right. we've got... It is like a family. We have fun. Like we family. have a laugh. We have a row now you're and like again. like an annoying brother. Ah, oh, thank you. Older brother, apparently. Older Don't brother, forget. yeah. Unhealthy brother. Unhealthy... <laughs> I can't argue with that. That's the trouble. I don't know what to say. I'm not caring for you. Right. <laughs> <sighs> do I get to pick yes. your care home? Yes, you do. Excellent. And pay for it. Oh, well, uh, sorry. In that case, I'm out. Um, <sighs> no, listen, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Eleanor, for that. It means a lot. It really does. And uh, yep. yeah, we love hearing from you all. That's what this is about, you know, and, and I mean that sincerely. This is a show where we do, I know we drift off in conversation and the number of people who say to me, I thought it was a tech show. I get this a lot from people. You know, people who listen to the show who are friends of mine or people who are friends of friends, and they'll say, it's a tech show, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's supposed to be. But, you know, it's a conversation, and real life gets in the way sometimes. And, um, you know, we do talk about our own stuff, and and I'm loving it. Exactly. As I said, I now feel relaxed. All the pressures of the day have gone away. I'm feeling good. Thank you. Um. So what we've got tomorrow, we're going to be, I can't wait for this one to air because I think it's about a really interesting conversation. I chatted yesterday with a fantastic guy who I'm really surprised we've never had on the show before. He, he came across my radar because you might be aware, you might not be aware, I certainly wasn't, that it's WordPress Accessibility Day tomorrow and tomorrow and Thursday oh, actually. And um, it's, it's a great opportunity just to talk about web accessibility. And it's a subject I, I want to have on this show, but I needed someone who could come on and really give me an overview of the, of the state of affairs and where we are and also what the answer is when it comes to inaccessibility. What do we do? Where do we go? And what's the role of AI in all of this? Well, I we're talking today about AI and the impact it's having already, but mm-hmm. I'm at the stage of thinking, and we're going to get into this tomorrow, But I am at the stage of thinking that AI could present some way to circumvent the challenges we face when it comes to inaccessibility online. But the question is, does that change what accessibility is? And does it let developers off the hook when it comes to making their websites accessible? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Now, don't don't start writing in yet, because I know you'll all start on your keyboard. <laughs> just calm down. Let Just wait. Wait. Because I feel like the dog with a biscuit. Just wait. <laughs> um, because I want to I want to get you your, your chance to hear, or let you have a chance to hear what Maxwell Ivy has to say. Maxwell is the blind blogger. You might have seen him as uh, that moniker online. He's also an accessibility advisor. And he's going to be joining us tomorrow to talk about WordPress but also to talk more generally about web accessibility. Really looking forward to that. And uh, later in the week, um, I may have done a little demo again. 
The mail oh, just what's happening to us? I know. Well, do you know what? I have been wanting for so long to be able to edit video independently on my own. Now, oh. I'm not going to tell you that we're going to do a full demo of Final Cut Pro. I'm not doing that. But what I am suggesting we can do is create little clips of video. So if you want to create a clip and you want to maybe share it online, I've got a great idea. And it's an app that's, if you own a Mac, you're going to want to listen to this because it's an app that's sitting there on your machine and you will not even think, I know you're all running through your apps in the moment thinking, ah, he's going to mention iMovie, he's going to mention Final Cut Pro. Photo booth. Not any of those. (laughs) So we'll get to that on uh, Friday's show so that's what's coming up it's been a lot of fun today thank you to Mike Buckley and the team for a great job with Be My AI tell us your thoughts get in touch email feedback at doubletaponair.com one 877 we're back tomorrow thank you Sean thank you bye bye join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.